What's up, everybody? It's your boy, SB, and welcome to the block. Once again, I'm coming in with some hot topics. The first thing we're going to discuss today, I got a question. It's really not a discussion, but it's more of a question. Why do men feel that women or the mother should change the daughter's diaper? I mean, that's a hell of a question. But if you think about it, a lot of men aren't comfortable with changing his daughter's diaper. Have no issue, take no issue with changing the son's diaper. Take all issue with changing shitty diapers. But it's just something about the daughter that appears almost sacrilegious for a man to be addressing the child in that particular way. Now, I understand that when you're dealing with parents, you're not dealing in pedophilia or any of those other uh, um, weirdo shits or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But it's a, it's a real thing, though. I have two daughters prior to my newborn. And I can recall maybe changing their diapers maybe once or twice each. And maybe I was conditioned to be chauvinistic to thinking that it was a woman's job to do particular things and it was a man's job to do others. I mean, just think about it. I grew up in America like everybody else. So I grew up with the stereotypes that men don't cry. Therefore, when a young boy is crying, his mother or his father immediately tells this child, shut the fuck up before I give you something to cry about. Boom, hit you in the chest. Look, boy, cry some more. Try his best to shut the fuck up, end up with the hiccups. That's one stereotype. Look, boys get bought two belts, hammers, guns, drills, bowling balls, and Tonka trucks. Shit that we tear up easy on the east side. On my block, we tear up Tonka trucks and bowling balls. Yeah, on the flip side of that coin is you have women who are conditioned to believe somehow that their value is rooted in the work they put in at home. And this is instilled in them at an early age also. Little girls are bought Barbie dolls or, excuse me, baby dolls. They are bought kitchen sets, tea sets. I mean, all of the shit, broom sets. I mean, you name the shit, a little girl got it if it goes into a regular house later on. So little girls are being conditioned to clean the house, raise and make babies and cook while little boys are raised to believe that you should never cry. You bust your ass and break a tongue control. Yet, when we become adults and we procreate and a human is born and this human just so happens to be a little girl, whose responsibility is it to change the diaper? Should the daddy leave shit on the baby's ass until the mama come home? Should the father be concerned about being looked at sideways? Should he even worry about changing his baby's diaper i don't know what he does but i do part of my trepidation when it comes to changing my daughter's diaper my newborn daughter's diaper stems from when my oldest daughter was not even one years old you know, her mother and I, we were poor. 
really poor. So we bought gas station Pampers. Yeah, I said Pampers, not diapers. We had Pampers. Pampers are made out of toilet paper. So if you don't know what a pamper is, go in your bathroom, unroll some toilet paper, put that shit in between two more pieces of toilet paper, and put it on your baby's ass. That's what a pamper is. Well, my oldest daughter, she wasn't too happy about wearing pampers, and we had to have her go to the doctor and make sure everything is fine. While she was at the doctor, I was at the house holding everybody in the house hostage, basically, until I found out that my daughter was okay. Hence the four diapers that I may have changed, because after that, I felt like if their mother wasn't around the grandmother, I'm going to change the diaper. But I don't deal with that same issue today. I'm not thrust into the same environment. I'm still poor, but I'm not as poor as I was when my oldest daughter was born. Right now, baby love, she's wearing all high hospital and <laughs> baby shower diapers. So I don't, I don't have to uh, fuck up about the toilet paper diapers right now. And when I wake up in the morning, I'm eager to discover whether or not she need her diaper change. My entire perspective has changed with this child. Which is why I asked the question, should man change the diaper? Should the father change his daughter's diaper? Should he be comfortable changing the diaper? Should the mother be comfortable with him changing the diaper? What sort of psychology is involved in the whole diaper changing process. I know for me, a lot of it is fierce, like burping my child. I don't even know how to burp a child. You know, I pat on the back a few times. If I hear a girl go, I think it's a burp. And I lay her down and she cried for three hours. But I pick her up again and I pat her on the back again to see if I can get another girl. Fear isn't holding me back this time. So, yeah, I told y'all on the block, the shit get real. We gonna talk about everything. We don't just talk drill music. We don't just talk Takashi 69 and how whack 99 is. We don't talk about just global warming. And we definitely not talking about dude who was never my president, even though he gave me a few dollars. If it wasn't for dude who was not my president, I probably wouldn't be talking to y'all. Dude who wasn't my president paid for my internet. <laughs> that's right but look unfortunately this is going to be the last end of welcome to the block we will be re-emerging re-emerging or it's not even a don't call it a comeback ll said that shit don't call it a comeback i've been here for years but we're coming back better stronger louder and with a lot more perspective. I think it might be in a little beauty in the room. You know, I, I leave that mystery dangling in the air for those who listen. You know, I only got three listeners right now. For all the all the other two besides me, y'all wait and see who show up. But before I leave, I gotta ask you something else. If you listen to my last podcast, did you go back and watch any of those clips of those videos of Takashi 69? Well, if you didn't, after you do that, watch the documentary on this boy. And, and look at the motherfucking Mexican. 
Remember I told you this boy was in hostage. The Mexican was there with him every step of the way from the beginning to the motherfucking end. And the Mexican even said that he told the feds a few things or whatever the fuck he felt he knew about them niggas. Yeah, I said it because, you know, for anybody that's out there fucking with them guallas, be careful. Because if your money ain't right and their money ain't right, shit will get tight. That man was not a fucking driver. That motherfucker was the motherfucker who was sent to keep this motherfucker in line. He was the motherfucker to make sure that that motherfucker got that tattoo on his face, all of them. They put that fuckboy shit on his face. That tell you something, man. No man is going to intentionally, willingly, in a sober mind, irregardless of his success intent. Because no doubt in my mind that the boy Takashi had every intent of becoming successful. But I don't think he was, he understood the cost of that success. Now he's accepted the reality of death, so it doesn't even matter. But let history be a cautionary tale to every young man and young woman who wishes to gain success immediately. Immediate success comes with immediate consequences. There's an immediate price to be paid for immediate success. Welcome to the block. It's your boy, SB. You are always welcome. Tune in next time because I'm going to tell you how to catch me at the next spot. Until then, we on my block. You always welcome. I'll holler.